Hello, and thank you for the invitation to share worship with you today. From wherever you are, this has become a special and unique place for us to meet and worship and pray together. So thank you for the invite. I'm Roddy Hamilton, the minister in New Kilpatrick Parish Church, and we create a space together today to reflect and pause and take a deeper breath, finding ourselves in a more profound way among all that has happened in the world. It is a good place to find these moments where we can tap into something greater than the news cycles and seek some solace, understanding, comfort and strength. This morning we offer something slightly different from usual, a spiritual essay of sorts around the theme of welcome. So let us be together. Holy God, holy and generous, holy and loving, holy and beyond our words, we pause and take breath, breathing in your spirit of life. Holy God, holy and present, holy and constant, holy and companion on the way, we pause and seek silence beyond which you still are. Holy God, holy and true, holy and gracious, holy and comforting for our world, we pause and turn towards that which is deep within us and find you waiting. lighting a candle now, a sign of presence as old as light itself. God's first act was creating the light, God being present. In that light we still gather, an ancient light from the dawn of creation, and still calls us together wherever we are. Let us welcome each other, imagining the disparate community we are, on phones, on podcasts, in cars, on mountains, in living rooms and kitchens. We are all God's people still, gathering in this first and brightest light of God. Sing, O my voice, a song for tomorrow. Find words reimagined with promise and life. Sing, O congregation, the poems not yet written, born in expectation of what this journey can become. Sing, O you people of the God who is at hand, reborn in the questions we honour and voice together. Sing, O our souls, of possibility in the present, honed by a faith heading for tomorrow. Sing all you people, both lament and celebration, and in such heady combination, let our hopes arise.
Since lockdown began, myself and Kirsten Freeman, the rector of All Saints Episcopal Church in Bears Den, have collaborated in writing a new psalm each week. You've just heard Psalm 4. Psalms have always been one of the go-to books of the Bible to find expression of our emotions in whatever circumstances we find ourselves. So together we write each psalm, and they have, in a lesser or greater way, expressed the feelings each week of lockdown has brought. In the first weeks, they began with lament and loss, and have grown and been reshaped round anxiety and worry as we have settled into the length of this experience. But what has also grown is the possibility of renewal and transformation as we have begun to recognise what has been exposed in these months about our relationships, our institutions, the priorities we had three months ago and what they are now. And in recognising those, recognising too places of hope, having become clearer about that which we need to transform and renew. Psalm 9, perhaps, expresses that. In the chill of a summer dawn, as bird call saturates the air, heralding new life, we pause as bees sip from the dew-heavy grass before fleetingly visiting each flower, seeking for richer sweetness, we pause. In kaleidoscopic changing sky, decorated with wispy clouds, reminiscent of the contrails that once painted the sky, we pause. In this day, just another in so many ways, you, O God, already abide, waiting to surprise and delight us. As we pause in the moment, you pause with us, inviting us to breathe and enter the day. Perhaps it is the pausing we need most. Lockdown has reduced the activity levels of many folk, but there is a difference between doing less and pausing. Pausing brings an awareness of things. It is a choice to listen differently. A choice to be aware of different senses. To engage with the world a little more deeply with them. To feel. To be prepared to feel differently about something that isn't all about the surface. And we don't pause easily. I often feel guilty doing that because pausing feels like doing nothing. And I should be doing something, for there is plenty to do. Yet it isn't doing nothing. It's doing something very human and spiritual. It is an expensive thing to do because by pausing, 
you stop doing something else and shift your awareness and find yourself in a different place or lane or moment. Or maybe it is just to find yourself and these emotions we carry and the stories that we shape, these memories that we hide or hold on to. Here's the sixth psalm we wrote. When we've thought too much and run out of words, when we've tried to understand and found a more profound silence, when we've engaged with the future but found no blueprint or plan, send out your spirit, O God, and twist together the strands of this story that we might weave together new songs to sing from these Babylonian riverbanks. Hope filled for this time where tomorrow has already begun, shaping the tomorrow beyond tomorrow and the tomorrow beyond the tomorrow after that. Shaping the tomorrow beyond tomorrow. And there is the hope, the ability to look beyond the moment or the issue or the time and live towards what is yet to come. It is a faith position. Not only Christianity or Judaism or even any religious faith. Faith is not limited to religion. Indeed, it is a human condition at times to have faith that enables us to see and therefore live towards a time that is different from now, better, more life-giving, living towards something yet to come. The scripture passage we use today helps us here. We take our Bible passages from the Revised Common Lectionary, a global pattern of readings for the world church. And today, many round the global church are reading this passage from Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 to 42. Jesus says, Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple Truly, I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. When you listen to Jesus' words about welcome and providing for your guest, there is very much a now element in them, responding to a need in a moment. But that is what relationship is and what the gospel continually talks about. Welcoming someone establishes that relationship. By investing in the now of that relationship, we are reshaping 
the future. You can't get to the future without starting in the present. So while we hear Jesus' words about how we look towards our neighbour or how we make space for the widow and the orphan or how we welcome the stranger, these do two things. They change what happens in the present as we respond to needs through hospitality. And clearly, by changing that present, by providing for needs, the future shifts as well. So when Jesus talks and speaks about welcoming folk, this is how it happens. Whatever you do now towards someone moves the future in a particular direction. We make the space for the future to grow, depending on how we treat others now. In the West, we often forget this future element in things. We are instant consumers. We can expect a book bought on the internet to arrive that same day. We send text messages and expect the reply to be almost instant. We see queues outside shops after lockdown to get that gratification again. Yet the culture of welcome that Jesus explains is not only about that instant welcome and drawing a person in and being hospitable to them. The culture was quite clear that you never welcomed individuals, but you welcomed all they were associated with, their whole household, their beliefs, their family. Here's Jesus' words that explain that culture. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. In making space for a person, We make space for all that is bound to them. We may not necessarily agree with or support those things, but we aren't asked to be hospitable only to those we agree with, but to all our neighbours. In making that space, the future becomes more fluid as we don't know how this relationship, this connection with our guest will evolve. We are opening ourselves to the possibility of change through different points of view or seeing the world from a different perspective. Shaping the tomorrow beyond tomorrow and what we do towards our neighbour now. Welcoming people does that. In the culture of the kingdom, making space for guests, creating hospitality, shapes the tomorrow beyond tomorrow. And we honour that person by pausing and reflecting, taking a breath, considering them and how they shape us and how we may have maybe shaped them, especially as our guest, in Jesus' own words, has been not just Jesus himself, but the whole company of heaven. Let us pray. Loving God who welcomes us and all we are, may we make space to welcome you and the whole company of heaven, of followers and travellers, 
of doubters and questioners, of denominations and none, of children and adults, women and men, saints and sinners. And in such a band of believers and doubters, may we find the space reserved and honed and inviting each of us. Holy God, may we travel deeper into your love, reshaped by its blessing, as it encourages us, leads us towards others. Love broad enough to make table space, hospitable space, gracious space for enemy and friend alike. And in that radical, dangerous space, May there be time to pause with our neighbour, knowing such moments shape the tomorrow beyond tomorrow. Loving God, may we shape the world in living kingdom-wise. And in these days, so different to us all, recognise the space they make to be different tomorrow because of what we invite today. Holy God, loving God, God of the pauses and the welcome, God of the present and the future too, hear us as we share the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Go in peace, my friends. Go in generous love and hospitable welcome. In the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the commonwealth of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for sharing the journey today, a different approach to our reflection. It is always good to receive feedback, so we may always offer something closer to what people are searching for. You can do that by a phone call or an email or a letter or on the website at nkchurch.org.uk. On the website you'll find all the Psalms, some of which you have heard today along with videos for each. There too you'll find daily prayers, meditation and all our social activities and worship material from each week. Thank you to Gillian and Jimmy Dinsmore for sharing in the service today. It's greatly appreciated and I hope you all keep safe, keep well and we'll catch up next time. Take care.